Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk. Today we've got Johnny Joy and we were excited to connect with him. He's a dad of a two-year-old. He is a morning radio show host for an award-winning radio show uh, local out there in Colorado, right? Is that Yeah, Colorado Springs. Okay, fantastic, man. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, just a refresh, if this is a first Real Talk for you, if you're tuning in or if you've attended many and kind of see what we do. Uh, we're just getting to know each other on a little bit more of a personal level. We'll get to share and allow our real brothers to share a little bit more about themselves, their stories, their history, um, and provide you guys with some momentum, some motivation to continue to move forward as we all work towards that best version of ourselves. So, Johnny, welcome, and pumped that you're here, man. Yeah, man, thanks for the opportunity, and, uh, and thanks for setting up a, a group like this. I think, uh, you know, guys getting together has been way overlooked. You know, and uh, I started talking to my wife about that because, you know, her and the girls would always get together. And and it was just this thing where I'm like, OK, well, you know, you're having a girl's night, having a girl's lunch, whatever. And there was like no groups for guys, for us guys, just to be guys <laughs> and talk about the stuff that goes on in here, because sometimes way too much goes on in here. And then it goes poof, without yeah. us taking care of ourselves. So having this platform is extremely valuable. And uh, thanks again for uh, this opportunity to put this together. Absolutely. I appreciate that. Yeah, about a year and a half ago, I started getting together pretty regularly with like a nice group of guys. And I could tell you, it's made such a cool difference. And it was pretty pitiful. The first connection, the first night that we all got together, we're like, oh, we'll probably watch a movie, whatever. Yeah, guys, everybody bring food. But, you know, maybe the women do that better initially, but we didn't plan or coordinate anything. And it was pitiful. We had like a small bag of pretzels and a couple of bags of chips. I'm like, guys, we're going to starve like next time. Then a few months later, we had it. Then somebody cooked a, a slow roasted a tri tip, and we had fresh horseradish. And all, I'm like, "All right, we've upped our game." Like, so okay. we learned. But yeah, yeah, it is. It is cool. Yeah, it is needed as well. So yeah, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're part of this whole experience. So let's let the brothers get to know you a little bit, man. So tell me about you, your past, um, what is it, work history, family history, whatever you want to share with us, whatever you feel inspired to, to share. Yeah, man. Um, I'm a fourth generation native of Colorado Springs. My uh, great great grandfather was the first judge of the Springs. I've lived all up and down the Front Range here. Um, I moved to Newport Beach for about four months. Realized I was uh, I was much more of a mountain a mountain man. I I, I love it here in the mountains. Um, I uh, currently I am a, a radio DJ with 107.3 1530 Mountain Country, which is the dream job. Uh, but going back, um, you know, pretty, pretty average upbringing, you know, uh, poor to lower middle class, you know, single mom, uh, right on. Yeah. Me, uh, me and my sister, um, you know, she worked two, three jobs while putting herself through school, no child support. Dad wasn't around, wow. uh, you know, now as a, as a father of a, of a two-year-old, luckily I've got a, an amazing wife and, and, uh, five years strong so far, she still seems to like me quite a bit, um, yeah. That I, I have uh, the highest level of respect for my mom and what she what she did. Okay. Uh, my sister passed away in 2002 of a fentanyl overdose. Uh, very accidental. She was a school teacher. She was uh, she had a master's degree in psychology. Real real smart gal, but a lot of trauma in between her ears, and it it was an accident. It certainly wasn't intentional. Um, and uh, and that set a weird path for me. Um, mm nine months after my sister passed away, my cousin, my only cousin, she died of a drug overdose as well. Wow. And then I was trying to kind of rebuild a relationship with my father after all this had happened as about 24 at the time. 
And I get a voicemail a year later that he had died. Well, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was just boom, boom, boom. And during this time, I was heavily involved in food and beverage. That was kind of my background as far as work goes. I always worked in hotels or restaurants. Okay. And by this time, I was the lead bartender of an extremely busy restaurant in downtown Colorado Springs. And the drinking took off and the drugs took off. And, okay. it, you know, it just it just started to snowball and it got bigger and it got bigger to the point where I, I thought I could uh, I thought I could escape it by changing pos- uh, positions and, and professions. And that didn't work. I changed mm-hmm. uh, professions, but the addiction followed me and ultimately I almost took my life five different times. Not me wow. personally, but addiction itself, alcohol, drugs, uh, benzodiazepines, pills, whatever, you name it, because I was trying to trying to put a bandaid on on the mess between my ears um and so that's that's the biggest part of my story and what i really wanted to be able to share with people because i'm very open about my recovery and my addiction i've been sober now for uh uh, coming on eight years that's amazing amazing it's it's uh every good thing i have in my life is a direct result of making that decision um but you know so again uh a platform like this where men don't really get a chance to talk to each other so many yeah. people, they're battling some being addiction, whether it be alcohol, drugs, sex, gambling, food, whatever, porn, all yeah. of these things. We don't talk about it and it, it can just eat us alive. And so that's really my big mission. I love radio. It's fun. It's a goofy job. I get to be, I mean, I get paid to like play George Strait songs. It's incredible. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Meet celebrities, go to free concerts. It is as cool as you think it is. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat that, but my biggest mission is to try and help people that might be suffering uh, from addiction and help them find sobriety if they want it. Awesome. Awesome. I, I hope that you being, you know, a part of this and what we're growing to do, man, I'm, I'm pumped for your story and for guys to continue to dig in and to continue our chat. That's, that's a lot. So you're raising a two-year-old now yeah. without an example of a father in your life with an amazing single mom and hustled and did every, single moms are incredible. I feel, I feel like the Disney Fast Pass. I feel like single moms have the Fast Pass to have. Like, it's like <laughs> they should. They absolutely. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Should. I like that. <laughs> they absolutely should, man. Straight huh. to sainthood. Um, so it's it's awesome what you are doing, what you've overcome and accomplished. What helped you? I don't know. Give us a peek behind the curtain, like eight years ago, maybe seven year or eight years and one month ago, or eight years and two yeah. months ago. Like, what was the big aha for you? A turning point. Right. Well, I needed to do it for me. You know, that's the thing is, is something like addiction. Luckily, the, the that curtain, so to speak, is being pulled back where the, the stigma of addiction is certainly not what it was, you know, for me, seven and a half, eight years ago or 20 years ago, where it was just quiet. Shh, don't talk about it, you know, because of platforms like this, because of social media, people are being more empowered to say, hey, look, I had a problem or I have a problem. Can somebody help me? Um, you know, I've gone to, oh, four different 30-day programs. I've been in county detox three different times. I've been in hospitals six different times, you know, wow. liver failure, kidney failure, all wow. of these things before the age of 35. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm going to be 43 here in about a month and a half. And, uh, you know, I, I now feel like my life is just beginning, which is a really exciting thing, That's you know, to go to realize that like I've still got in, in theory if everything goes according to plan about half my life still ahead of me you know I've still got another 40 years um yeah. but you know I was trying to get sober for all the wrong reasons the first time was I was trying to get sober for an ex and then I was trying mm-hmm. to get sober for my mom and then I was trying to get sober for a job 
but I had not addressed what was going on between my ears. I hadn't addressed the loss of my sister, the loss of my cousin. I hadn't addressed the loss of my father and wow. all the trauma that that had put on me. I hadn't worked on untangling that knot until wow. I was, you know, and this is one of those, uh, I, I use God, use universe, use power, whatever you want to say. It was one of those moments where I was laying in the hospital once again, and I had a blood alcohol of 0.54 which if you know about BACs, 0.4 is considered lethal. And I was at 0.54. Ooh, um, yeah. idea. I was drinking eight bottles of wine a day, plus a 12 pack, plus four milligrams of, uh, of Xanax. Wow. So I was, I was gonzo. Yeah. I was, I was talking to the nurse. And I remember my mom walking into the hospital room and her just leaning down and looking over the bed. And she said, you know, you're breaking my heart because I'm going to have to bury my other child. Wow. And I was like, and that's still, I, that, that should have been the thing. Yeah. But it wasn't. The thing was, was she left and I was staring up at the lights and I hear a voice as loud as you and I are talking now say, it's done. And I said, what? I said, not tomorrow, not an hour, not in 10 minutes, not in another second. It's done now. Wow. And I pressed the nurse call button and the nurse came walking in. I got my mom. I said, I'm ready to go to to a, a detox. I had to be medically detoxed because it was right. too dangerous for me to cold turkey it. And five days later, I, I came out and I, at March 14th, uh, 2014 was the last time I touched a drop of alcohol. I, I call it a conversation with God, um, yeah. you know, and I'm very, very blessed, but I'm very, very lucky. So now it's been my goal to find those that are suffering unnecessarily and say, look, there's another way. Absolutely. You can do it. And sobriety is easy. It's super easy. It's not, it, it's, let me rephrase that. It's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. Okay. You know, and, and that's, that's what I want to tell people. It's, uh, you know, when you make your mind up to do something, living in addiction was tough, you know, drinking eight bottles of wine a day, that's tough. The toll it takes on your body is tough. The toll it yeah. takes on your family and, and your everything that is surrounding in the life of an addict. That's tough. This is easy. I wake up in the morning and I got two cool dogs, a beautiful daughter, a smoking hot wife, an amazing yeah. job, a beautiful house, my dream car. <laughs> okay, that's easy. You're doing it, man. That's incredible. Incredible. And the, the power to speak to it, not that that is easy, but the power to tell your story and to speak to it. The part I love most about that is it takes the um, keeping it in the dark, keeping it in the quiet, I feel like fuels things, right? So giving... You take that power or that hold that it has over you in your life by speaking to it. So that's, that's again, the thing we're trying to do here, too, is to give people that safe space to be able to share and say, I'm in a spot. I'm going through it now. I'm yeah. needing some assistance. I want to get better. Well, and, and in this world of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, where everything's, you know, at the tip of your fingers, and you don't have to have an identity and you can yeah. paint your life to look like, a, you know, unicorns and rainbows. That's bullshit. That's not the way it is. That is not the way it is. And so I'm real with people. I mean, my life does, you know, on a, a social media platform, people ask, it can't be that good. And I'm like, but it is, but it takes work. It yes. takes work. This doesn't just happen. You know, if you do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. So if you don't like where you're at, move, yep. do something. Yep. 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 Amazing. Amazing. So to work on this stuff and you keep talking about, you know, between the ears, the stuff in the mind. Um, to work on some of that. So I know the detox is going to be part of it. What else? What other tools in the toolbox did you tap into? Did you um, access to be able to help work through processing? And I'm not asking you to share anything too, too personal if you don't want to, but um, 
processing that trauma, working through those emotions, what, what was a big, big help for you there? Yeah, you can ask me anything, by the way. I'm an incredibly open book, like literally anything. It, awesome. it is, that is the key to the freedom that I get to live with now. Uh, but the awesome. biggest one was, number one, counseling, finding yeah. a counselor. You know, whether that be, I mean, for some people, alcohol, it, and I'm speaking on an addiction point of view, um, Alcoholics Anonymous wasn't for me, you know, yeah. but finding yeah. a, a therapist, you know, and this guy, I just spoke to him the other day. He's, uh, he's in his early 80s now. And he was going to retire right after me, and he still can't quite do it seven and a half years later. Uh, but I remember I sat down with him, and he just looked right at me, and he goes, so, uh, Johnny, tell me why you can't pull your head out of your ass. And I was like, you're an asshole. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you might know what you're talking about. You know, so working through with somebody that's, that's going to be blunt and in your face, you know, it, it, the more you sugarcoat stuff, the more cavities you're going to get. It's, it's not helping. You've you got to be direct and to the point. And the second biggest thing for me, and, and this is twice a day, no matter what, I do not falter on this for seven and a half years, is personal development. Whether mm -hmm. that's reading a book, whether that's mine's audio, I'm more of an audio guy. Yeah, um, same. I'm always on the move and I've got a weird attention span that yeah. reading a book, I'll read 20 pages and remember the first one. Um, yeah. But, you know, YouTube, if you've got YouTube on your phone, you just press play and let the rabbit hole go. But like motivation, inspiration, yeah. Uh, yeah. addiction, whatever it is. And you'll be listening to all these ideas because the mind is, is very fertile soil and it will grow whatever we plant. So if you that. plant a bunch of weeds in there and expect to get, you know, peach trees, it ain't going to happen. And I know that this is a dangerous neighborhood up here if it's left, you know, unattended. So I make sure that at least 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night, I listen to something, whether it's, uh, you know, again, something, someone talking about addiction or people like, you know, uh, you listen to like a Tony Robbins or uh, yep. Elon Musk or, or these, these thought leaders that have just yep. come out of the depths and are doing amazing things because all you got to do is kind of model that. They're just normal people just doing awesome. uh, uh, extraordinary things. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And that's the other fun thing about this, what we're working to continue to create in real as well. People ask me all the time, they're like, oh, so it's just a bunch of guys hanging out. You guys are like a bunch of friends. I was like, no, the difference between what we do in real and you hanging out with your friends, like a friend's going to tell you what you want to hear. I said, a brother is going to tell you what you need to hear. And you might get pissed. You might not always like it, but that's what we're doing. And so we're creating a brotherhood. Like if that's the level of accountability and what you're open to, like, then this is for you. If not, hang out with your friends. Like that's yeah. <laughs> well, and that's just it. You can wait around and 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 stay in the same spot and feel the same stuff and have the same experiences. But if you're looking to level up, you need yeah. somebody in your face. Like one of my favorite sayings is if for a second you think you're the smartest guy in the room, yep. you better find another room. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Oh, I love that. That's great. yeah. I want to know what I don't know, and I want you to call me out on my BS. I absolutely want that, you know, that because that's you know, Michael Jordan didn't play against people that were less good than him. Right. You know, you, you challenge yourself to the people that are, are better than. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. man. I, I love that. So cool. Cool. Well, we've hit on a lot of topics. What have been um, maybe some inspirational books? What have been some things that you've moved through that are like anything that you re-listen to? I've got a few that are on my short stack that like I've gone through seven or eight times on Audible. And I just like, I know I'll hit them once a year, once a quarter or something. Yeah. Um, the 10x rule, uh, if uh, for your business, if you're looking for for it's uh, by a guy named Grant Cardone. I love Grant. Yeah, Grant's amazing. Um, the Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. 
that's a little less abrasive. I would start if you don't want abrasive books, don't start with the 10x rule. Start with okay. maybe the uh, the compound effect. <laughs> um, if you're looking for some financial help, I would say, um, God, Unshakable by Tony Robbins is incredible. Mm. It's got some pretty complex dynamics, but I mean, he talked to 50 of the world's richest people. Yes. Okay. I'm interested. (laughs) Um, From a a spiritual point of view, one of my old favorites is the Celestine Prophecy. Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh is one of my favorites. Um, The Four Agreements uh, is another incredible one. Awesome. Um, I mean, and then when it comes to audio, again, I, I just, I find podcasts right now, uh, Joe Rogan to me, I think is so simplistic and yeah. uh and brilliant because of not just the way joe does it but the guests he has on yeah cool cool i love it man i love it amazing amazing yeah. powerful story um i'm marinating in it i'm like appreciating the beauty of your story where you are now and everything so i'm <laughs> i'm excited to continue to chat but at the same time dude i'm i'm really really humbled to be able to connect with you and to know you um and to get a peek i know that this is going to help and inspire men in such a beautiful way um, i've got a uh, i got a picture here and, and go ahead let me pull this up and i'll show it to the camera um because it's on my phone of uh what i always like to uh what i always like to look at when i tell people you know when they say i don't really know um that you, when, when i'm trying to explain where i was and where i came from now this i woke up like this one morning um and this was three days later now it's going to look like shadows on this picture on the whole side of my face it's not okay. shadows. This is bruising. And I don't know how this happened. No way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I woke up like that. And wow. I had gone to sleep by myself in my home. Uh, yeah. And I woke up and there was some blood on the pillow and blood on the floor. And I had to trace it back. And there was an old bar stool I had that was tipped over. My favorite stein was, was broken in half uh, on, on the floor. And, and I still have zero recollection of what happened Wow. Um, I know three days later, I went into a rehab. I, I relapsed about nine months after I got out of there because I wasn't taking care of my head. You know, yeah. when you're in rehabs, it's great because you're getting high fives and hugs and saying, hey, you're great. And you're getting foods prepared for you and you're in this nurturing yeah. environment. Then you get thrown back into the real world. Yeah. You know, if you're not ready, you got to be careful. Uh, yeah. But yeah, as it turned out, I, I broke my eye socket in three places. I've got a plastic plate underneath here for the rest of my life. Broke my cheek, my jaw with no idea how it happened, you know? So, so if, if anyone out here listening is also saying, I, you know, I think I have a drinking problem and I really don't want to talk about it because it could affect my relationship, whatever it is, feel free to contact me. Yeah, I, guess, I was, I was as bad as it could get. Yeah. So, uh, so feel free. Obviously I just want to make sure I throw that out there. That's amazing. Amazing. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Making that availability and making yourself able to connect and willing to connect with brothers. It is, powerful the um thing we talk about a lot in real too is the top three that are directly connected to lifestyle um health concerns that most commonly come up for men at least in the united states which is diabetes cancer heart disease not necessarily in that order order it's heart disease first then cancer then diabetes right um but the fact that suicide is number eight for men and it's not even in the top 10 for women were there times that you had moments where I'll never get out of this. So I don't know if there's even anything worth it out there for me. Like, were there dark times there that you pulled through and you got yourself through? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And a lot of it now is hindsight because when you are in that kind of muck inside your head, 
you know, you're not thinking like, here's how I'm going to do it. And, and I'm going to write a note and, and, uh, and it's going to be this, this, you know, poetic ending to my life. Yeah. It's just straight terror. Yeah. You know, where you're like, I can't stop drinking. I can't stop throwing up. Uh, I'm ruining everything that I touch. It would be easier for others if I weren't here. It, yeah. it, it wouldn't be on self. It wouldn't be on like, poor me. Because anyone can get out of a poor me. I don't, I don't deal with excuses saying, well, I'm depressed. Why? Because my house is dirty. Because my bills aren't paid. Change right. it. But when you get to the point where you're like, I'm an inconvenience to everyone else. Yeah. That's when shit gets scary. It's real scary. And that's when, uh, you know, things like this, I couldn't be more thankful for, for people that might be listening going, that's me. Wow. So even, I mean, the last two years too, look at the, the shit storm that the world is in and it's just been a constant barrage of fear and terror and everything else. So even if somebody was kind of sort of doing okay, maybe getting themselves on the right path, the world has just been like, here you go. Here's just a fire hose of all kinds of crap. Like deal with that and let's see how you come out on the other side. So I feel like if people don't have people like yourself speaking up and willing to say, I'm here for you, we're here for you. We've got a community like, come on in and just get some connection because goodness, you got to have a few people in your corner. Otherwise, yeah. man, it's so hard to stand a chance right now because we sure get enough crap thrown yeah. out the way. Oh, it's, it's, it's brutal, you know, and so much of it comes from people in my profession comes from the media, you know, is it saying when it comes from all angles and it's promoting because good doesn't sell feeling happy doesn't sell getting along doesn't sell being at each other's throat. That's what sells. And unfortunately, <laughs> When you're on that tipping point, whether it's having a drinking problem or whatever else it is, I'm uh, privileged enough to be helping a guy right now uh, just via text message. He, he lives states away and he just celebrated a week of sobriety. Super cool. Awesome. But he's sitting there dealing with a super toxic ex-wife, you know, and I, I haven't talked to her. I'm just going by his story. That's using his kids as leverage. And, and he just lost his father and his brother within three months of each other. Goodness. And then you throw this fire hose of negativity that's on social media saying, you know, your decisions are stupid and everything you're doing is wrong. And yep. then this is coming at him. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. So I, I'm going to invite him to this group immediately. Awesome. Awesome, man. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Please do. I'm, I'm excited. Next week, we're digging in, starting our emotional peak mastermind. And it's, it's fun to have these masterminds uh, once a quarter where we dive deeper into like these deeper focus areas and stuff of what makes up real but it is oh man it's just about this it's just about deepening the dialogue creating a discussion opening up some conversation maybe some thought-provoking questions that we can get guys going i'm not alone there's a little bit of hope even if it's a tiny little light like there's a little bit of hope that you can cling on to here you go i don't know exactly how to do it for every single guy out there that's not what we're claiming but we're here for you and i feel like that's a start it's a, it's a huge start. I mean, nothing great did ever started just uh, immediately. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, so kudos uh, to bringing this to the forefront. I think this is going to be incredibly valuable for, for myself and for, uh, you know, hopefully hundreds of thousands of other men that can finally get together and say, okay, there's a, a place where we can go because awesome. you know, even with I'm with my wife and, and she's, she's got a, a great sense of humor and she loves football more than I do. And she used to play rugby. I can't have guy conversations necessarily with my wife, right? There's certain things that I just, you get it. Yes. You know? So to have this forum where us guys can say, and, and we can be vulnerable guys. It's okay. You know, we can yeah. say, Hey, look, 
Like I'm sad today. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. 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 What's you know, going without on? Us, us being like, oh, pussy. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, there are shit days sometimes, man. And there are yeah. days that, like, I want to look at my wife and be like, I'm not the strong one today, but I don't feel like that is something I want to do. But knowing I can come here and talk to real. Yeah. 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 I love it, man. Awesome. I'm glad that you're seeing that side of it and I'm excited as much as we are for it and to have you here. So, um, this has been awesome. I know that guys are going to absolutely love jumping in and digging into this episode. We covered a lot. Yeah. And you're an amazing dude. So we should do this again. That was, that was pretty great. Let's think up what we can dig into, maybe some specific stories or something for a part two, but cool. Johnny, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. And, uh, yeah, let me just say thank you. We'll wrap and tell guys to continue to plug in, to continue to make the choice to, to show up. So what, what final words, words of encouragement, what path would you direct somebody that's sitting in your shoes where you were eight years ago, that that's there now willing and ready to make the choice how do we help them make it for themselves? Like you said. One, reach out to somebody because no matter how alone you think you are, you're not, you're not that special when it comes to something like addiction. We can walk out the front door and ask anybody if they ever have known anyone that's been affected by addiction, guarantee you the answer is yes. So there are a lot of people to help. And one of my favorite quotes of all time comes from one of my mentors. I call him a mentor I never met. His name is Jim Rohn, not Rome, Rohn, R-O-H-N. Yes. And he says, for things to change, you have to change. And for things to get better, you have to get better. So take accountability, reach out, find groups like this, because your life, it, it, this is a gift and you may as well enjoy it. Absolutely. Love it, man. Thank you. Get back to enjoying your day. That awesome two-year-old, you're smoking hot white that you said. And she's yeah. taking, taking a nap. She'll be up anytime. Oh, <laughs> you're killing it on the dad level too. Look at hey. you. Baby <laughs> monitor on standby. You got it. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Keep smiling. I'm so glad that we got to connect at this level and I'm excited for men to continue to hear this message. Now, John, thank you for what you're doing and let's go, brother. My pleasure. My pleasure. Be well, man.